0: For the summer, uh, we have not been doing our normal fair. We haven't been doing exegetical Bible preaching, which is what we will be doing with um, the Revelation series, but we're in a series called Value and Practice, where we talk about different values we have as a community and how we live them out and practice them. And so, uh, during this break from sermons, uh, we've invited different members of our community who really exemplify these values to come and share about these values that we have and how we live them up. So I wanna invite up Eddie and Laura. Come on up, you guys. Good morning. so you can at least click it over there. So uh, I hate using microphones, so I will probably do this without realizing it. So I apologize in advance. But uh, so we know most of you guys, and we are blessed to know you guys. But to those who don't, we're Eddie and Laura Phillips. Uh, we've been attending Orchard's Church uh, since it was planted six-ish years ago. Um, and we're asked today to talk, there we go, to talk about community. Um, and the value and practice of it. Um, as Daniel mentioned, I have it in my notes to say, as Rick and Daniel have said, but he just said it, uh, our mission statement is uh, rooted in Jesus together, bearing fruit. And today we're going to focus on the, uh, the middle part there, uh, the together piece. Um, we're going to talk about why our church holds it as a value and how we carry it out. Um, yeah, so last September we started a new community group. Um, we had recently finished our house build. Um, it was a long process and the whole time hosting a community in it was something we had always wanted to do, something we always saw that we um, we were so looking forward to the opportunity. Um, so finally the build was done and when thinking about what the, the group might look like, um, we decided that each meeting we would ask a question to help us go deeper as a group, uh, so fast forward to our first meeting. Don't, let's let's get, don't too soon. Sorry, too soon, too soon. Um, so, <laughs> um, so we we started a group, and our first meeting, we decided we would ask a heavy hitting question. Um, and I don't remember the wording, but it was something like, "Where is it that you've seen Jesus during this pandemic?" Um, and so now you all know that, uh, regardless of the question and how it was said, the emotion and feelings around COVID take you really deep, really fast. Um, it ended up being a great, honest conversation and we all got to learn a little bit about each other. Um, but afterward, Jonathan Simcoe said, oh man, I thought we, this question was going to be something more simple. Like what's your favorite cereal? Uh, So we took that opportunity to answer that question Uh, and what followed was an especially spirited debate filled with laughter and a lot of adolescent cereal based passion that I had no idea was still harbored in each one of us. Um, So people were excited and there were persuasive arguments that uh, crunch berries are better than Reese's puffs um, or why we needed additional criteria to accurately debate the topic. Um, And I remain convinced that while maybe not the most top tier flavor, the satisfaction in the density of a spoonful of fruity pebbles should garner it more attention. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, There was even a point where AJ tried to convince us that if hot cereal like oatmeal is a thing, that by definition soup is also a cereal as well. not true at all um sorry aj uh, so the fun conversation led us uh, to decide that on another one of our rhythms uh, that throughout us meeting together we wanted to be sure to do the fun things that each other love uh, this has led our group to adventures like cross-country skiing um, because katie burton looks forward to it each winter uh, playing spike ball together in the park with because dan mackenzie and gabe love it Uh, or going disc golfing because Chris and Shannon Lee find great joy in it and are fantastic at it. It's ridiculous, Um, but a a few short months later uh, after the passionate cereal debate of 2021, we threw a Christmas party and we had a cereal box potluck. So I had to like zoom in. I didn't ever take a photo of just the cereal boxes. So that's like the really awful grainy photo of all our cereals, but we played the games. So man, these, these resolution turned out real bad, but Uh, Katie's down there playing the game on the back of the Puffs (laughs) cereal box, Um, but it, it was everything we could have hoped it to be. It was so much fun celebrating.
1: Okay, so Orchard Church has held community as an important value since the beginning. Back when we were Sherwood Colossae meeting at Bellavia just down the road, um, we would have a potluck after every single church service. Um, We would spend an hour and a half together eating and getting to know one another. Um, It took a lot of coordination. Somebody had to figure out what we were going to have every week, and I always had to remember what dish I was supposed to bring to church. Um, But it was such a brilliant way for a new church to get to know one one another, um, and it was totally worth the effort. So I'm going to talk about um, why Orchard Church holds the value of community so highly. Um, so the first reason is we know that God Himself is a communal God, and I think that Dad and Daniel have talked about this before. Um, but in Genesis one twenty six, God says, "Let us make mankind in our image." God uses the possessive pronoun our here. This is his reference to himself as the Father, together with the Holy Spirit and Jesus. We know this because later in the Bible, each one is referenced to have um, been being there at, at the time of creation. So um, in Isaiah 64:8, it says, but now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter, and all we are the work of your hand. So there, we know the Father was there. In Genesis 1, 1 through 2, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So we know the Holy Spirit was there. And then in Colossians 1, 15 through 16, it says, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have be- been created through him and for him. So there we know that the Son was there as well. And they chose to be together as they created the whole world. Okay, number two, Orchards values community because it's in community that we are able to carry each other's burdens. Now, as I move forward and um, reference scripture, you will notice um, that, uh, sorry, I'm getting lost here. Uh, I reference uh, letters from Paul to the people of Jesus about how they are to treat one another. Throughout um, the letters of the New Testament by all the various authors, um, 45 times it references how we are to treat one another. So we know that it must be super important because they mention it so many times. Um, I'm not going to reference all 45. So Galatians 1.6 says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Um, this spring, I got to go to the women's conference. Many of you guys were there. And on the last day, Sunday morning, I woke up a hormonal wreck. Um, I couldn't stop crying, and my body felt so weak that I knew I wouldn't be able to drive home. Um, But thankfully, there were a ton of loving women there, and um, Jane and my mom ended up bringing me home early. Katie Bonner and Katie Heil drove my truck back from Newburgh, and they even filled it with gas for me. Uh, Many of the women prayed for me. They gave me hugs and follow-up texts. Now mind you, some of these women I was meeting for the first time. um, But the love that everyone showed me, that day was so incredible. Talk about bearing each other's burdens. Um, I don't know why my body did that. I went to the doctor, I still haven't figured it out, but the incredible support that I experienced from the community of women that attend this church was so powerful. Okay, number three, um, we value community because uh, we are able to encourage one another through it. So Paul says in his letter to the believers in Rome, for I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gifts that will help you grow in the Lord when we get together. I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. Um, In the past Two years, I have been so encouraged by meeting with all of you over Zoom and in person. Um, These have been some really challenging years. And even though I've totally stuck close to God as an individual, it's when I came here together with you and we encouraged each other and we worshiped together and we reminded each other of God's goodness that I was able to walk away with a renewed sense of hope and I was encouraged by your faith. All right, number four, Orchard Church values community because it's in community that the responsibility of serving others becomes more tangible and doing it together lightens the load. Hebrews ten twenty four says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Being in a community helps us as individuals both serve more often and more effectively. I think of the various opportunities that Bill and Teresa and myself and Lori, um, among others, have brought forth for people to participate in. When I plan a hospitality event for every child, I have invited many of you um, to make baked goods, even including the youth. Um, Had I tried to do that myself, it would have taken so much more time and it wouldn't have tasted nearly as good. Um, Our actions are multiplied when we do things together, when we serve together. Being able to provide opportunities for one another to serve is a great benefit of being in community. Also, when we do it together, it's way easier than serving by ourselves. All right, number five. Orchards values community because it is a great way to invite the lost in. It is way less awkward to invite our neighbors or our friends from work um, or school to a group of people gathering than simply to our homes by ourselves. I'm sure you guys have experienced this before. As they come in, they get to watch us interact and see what it's like to be authentic with one another in love and humility, and they get to watch the way of Jesus firsthand. Number six, orchards holds community as a core value because we are able to stand against evil together. Um, In Ecclesiastes 4, it says, two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help, but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Um, when we get together and share about our walk with God, what we are learning, where we're struggling, and then we trust each other to hold each other accountable and doing good, it creates this beautiful sort of bubble. People are um, who are regularly meeting and sharing deeply and honestly are better equipped to stand firm in the face of darkness. The ones who are confessing to their brothers and sisters are much less likely to give into temptation because they know that others are invested in them and they're willing to stand back to back with them and help them conquer whatever it is that they're fighting against. Okay, so I think that was the last one. So now we're gonna talk about how we carry this out. Um, number one, community can be flexible. Each group doesn't have to look the same. So as I thought about hosting last September, um, I realized that getting my house like fully clean every Thursday and making a meal um, was just not realistic um, at this point in my life. And my community group has totally met me in that. So we just have hot beverages when we meet and sometimes we have dessert. Uh, Maybe planning out a Bible study each week sounds really daunting to you. Um, And as Eddie shared before, we just choose one question to take us deeper. Um, Maybe you have really little ones and you can only meet in the middle of the day on a Saturday or a Sunday. I bet that there are other people in this community that are in the same situation. This practice of meeting together as a community is important enough to put in the effort um, to see if you can make it work. All right, number two, we make time in our lives. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I know we've talked about this before, um, but there are a million things that pull at us every day, a million things that we could say yes to, and so many of them are really good things, but there just isn't time for all of it, and so we have to prioritize. Um, If being in a community is important, which we've just discussed why it is, um, then we have to make time for it. Uh, I learned this this summer in fact, um, <laughs> I've been a stay-at-home mom for 11 years, and I am not a homebody, and <laughs> the past couple years have been especially challenging um, in this regard. So I took advantage this summer and I booked out every single weekend with a camping trip or a trip to see friends. And while my family had a lot of fun, um, we missed all of you terribly. And by the time we got to August, Eddie and like our hearts were so sad. <laughs> and i kind of looked back thinking oh my gosh what did i do um so anyway i just realized like even though it's totally fine to plan fun trips like i needed to make time to come to church to be with my community group um we even we had a barbecue for the community group two weeks ago and afterwards eddie and i like our hearts were so filled and um anyway all that to say i'm gonna plan next summer differently Okay, number three, uh, we intentionally ask questions to go deeper as uh, to help us grow. One of our goals as Jesus followers is to become more like him. Now, even though he does the work of changing us from the inside, we are to be reading scripture and learning more about who he is. As we ask these deep questions in our communities, it stretches our knowledge about him um we see the ways that he has worked in each other's lives and we gain wisdom from each other Um, number four we are authentic with one another Uh, the only way that we can carry each other's burdens or encourage one another is by being authentic we have to know what is actually going on in each other's lives and hearts Um, and then as we trust each other to have grace for one another because we're sharing these vulnerable things. Uh, Number five, we confess and hold each other accountable. Uh, Daniel has shared before that his community group holds a confession night uh, once every 10 weeks. Um, Our group consistently discusses how our daily Bible reading is going, what we're learning about um, when we're honest and we're full of grace for one another, and we remind each other of the importance of sticking close to God, we will be stronger against the enemy, against temptation, and our walk with God can flourish. All right, two more, two more, you guys. Um, We serve together. We exist as the body of Christ, not just for ourselves, but to be a light to all the nations this means that we use our collective strength and resources to reach out to others. We clean the elderly's yard, we collect cans to raise money for foster children, we volunteer together in the nursery to watch over the little ones while their parents are in church. Um, This is a key piece of both being a follower of Jesus and being a part of a community. And the last one, and maybe the most important, is that we invite um, others in. As we are living life with those who don't know Jesus, maybe a neighbor, maybe a coworker, maybe a parent of our, friend, our kid's friend, uh, we need to keep it in the back of our mind that we do have a place to invite these people. Um, and you can feel it out and pray about when the timing is right, but God does ask us to invite people in. Matthew 28, 19 says, therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And one piece I didn't have in my notes, but I wanted to add, um, being in community, it's not just about what we do. Like God is still doing all the work and doing the growing and reaching the lost, but our job in community is to offer up our time and our home and our authenticity, and then that allows God to do the work that he's going to do.
0: All right, I know Daniel and Rick are probably cringing at having seven points for two different categories because that's not, but we didn't get paid for this, so. <laughs> Um, so I, uh, yeah, we'll keep this list up here so that you don't have to try to remember, but I want to land the plane with another story. I'm the, I'm the story portion of our, of our talk today. Um, in June, our group decided to take our first camping trip together. Uh, we planned to go to Stubb-Stewart State Park, and because we made reservations kind of late, the only sites that were left were these sites called walk-up sites. Uh, Now you see this meant nothing to Laura and I because we had never heard of walk-up sites before. How many of you all have heard of walk-up sites? Okay. Now, I expected backpacking sites to be bushwhacking, stuff like that. Um, Walk-up site in my mind where, okay, the spots don't have integrated parking spots, right? Your, Your site doesn't have an integrated parking spot. You park in the lot and you walk over to your spot. Not a big deal. Uh, we all kind of figured that we would just wing it when we got there since the website said it was only 0.3 miles well it turns out it was a big deal Uh, uphill both ways literally Uh, (laughs) there was like a ravine between this 0.3 miles so you went down and up either way So, multiple trips in uh, rickety, borrowed wagons and lots of young children, all on a 95-degree day. Um, And after a lot of work and a big sigh of relief, that part of it was over. Um, We we made it there. We were camping. Uh, That evening, we all sat in our camping chairs at our group site and we started to make dinner and quickly realized the mosquitoes were bad. Like, really, really bad. (laughs) So we started pulling out our bug spray, uh, the chemical-free, all-natural bug spray, right? Um, After about 30 minutes, it was clear the mosquitoes were just laughing at this. Uh, So continuing to get eaten and swatting at bugs, we dug back into our bags and pulled out the (laughs) not-chemical-free bug spray. Um, And they still kept biting. So it it didn't make a difference. Uh, So finally in defeat, uh, and despite the heat, we layered up. We put on long pants, sleeves, hoods, uh, and chose to sweat over more bug bites. Um, It was ridiculous. Um, (laughs) So Saturday was better. The other half of our community group who didn't stay the night showed up, and we all went to the river together. Uh, We had an awesome time splashing and playing together, but by the end of it we were pretty sunsick and wiped out. And so after making that .3 mile hike back in to the sites, we started dinner and the kids were all starting to lose it. Um, In case you couldn't guess, the parents on the trip were also struggling at this point. Um, And we were doing everything we could to get our kids to eat dinner so they could go to bed and we might be able to get a moment of rest. Um, Sunday rolls around and it's time to pack up and go home and it was the hottest day at 103 degrees. Um, so everyone, especially the kids were done, um, but we still needed to pack it all up and hike ourselves out of this not 0.3 mile path to the parking lot. Um, so why am I telling this stressful story? Um, because what happened amidst all of this uh, was something of beauty. Uh, the God given gifts that were given that are in each one of our members of our community group came out to just for all of us to see. Um, So, for example, throughout the whole trip, AJ and Gabe continued to ask Laura and Katie, um, how can I help? What can I do? Um, Shannon, Katie Heil, Katie Bonner, and Chris volunteered to watch our children as AJ took us on a mountain uh, mountain biking. They had like an awesome trail. We had never done that before. We were excited to try it, but we didn't think we would get to because we've got young kids, so only one of us might get to. and then, uh, where did it go? There's uh, there Mackenzie and Dan took time to play with our kids. Um, they got out in that river that I had mentioned before, building a rock dam piece by piece for hours. Um, and it's memories that my kids will have forever, just being out there with these adults and letting them just love on them. Um, Katie Heil volunteered to massage both Laura and Katie Bonner's back to relieve stress after these long days. Um, Chris, Shannon, and Katie Burton stayed behind at the end to help us and the Bonners hike out with all of our stuff, including our children. Um, they, uh, they, I mean, they carried children, they pushed coolers, they, I mean, everything. It was awesome, um, and we can't forget Jonathan and Colsey. Um, they brought us joy and laughter with Jonathan's sweet dance moves, and Colsey's infectious laugh. Um, so, you guys, if there's anything to take away today, it's this people are messy. Um, we are incomplete. We have weaknesses. We have insecurities that we try to hide, whether that's the stubborn love handles or those quiet addictions we don't talk about. But we also have incredible strengths and unique giftings that we're made to lean into. Alone, we will always be a rudimentary representation, a second rate image of the one who made us. But there's good news, even the maker of the world chose to do community. It isn't until we, a group of broken but undeservingly blessed people, get together and share in our messy lives, reveal that tough stuff that we try too hard to keep hidden, we lift each other up in encouragement and lean into those giftings that he's intended for us to display, that we can begin to process that real depth of God's character. In the same way that a puzzle piece is such an awkward shape alone out of its box, a healthy community allows for us all to play our part and connect in a design that is so much bigger than ourselves. Um, So I'll say this in summary. If you're not in a community group right now, I implore you, get creative, make time, seek out time in your busy life. And if you are in one, that's wonderful. Lean in, go deep. Be authentic, be honest, and hold each other accountable. Honor those around you by serving, and by all means, let's invite others into this beautiful thing.